All right, hello, folks. In your first girl, What was that? Open up a beer, you shake it over here, you video games. I don't know. I don't know what this. Uh, I don't know what this is. I don't know what's going on right now. I'm in his favorite sundress. Oh, it's Lana Del Rey. <laughs> yeah, we Lana, Lana Del Rey. Welcome to America's Next Top Model. Up, <laughs> up next, we have a Lana Del Rey impersonator for All America's right, Next Top Model. <laughs> America's Next Hot Bitch. Up, <laughs> up next, we have a Lana Del Rey impersonator. Why don't you come out here and shake your shit, honey? I got that summertime, summertime sadness. Boo! Show us your pussy. My pussy tastes like Pepsi Cola. Fuck yeah! Fuck yes! This is my favorite fucking song! <laughs> I fucking love this! It's the guy who's getting way too excited at America's Next Hot Bitch. Just in the audience. Like, I knew I shouldn't have brought you... I knew I shouldn't have brought my husband to the hot lady show. Is that a backup LaCroix? It's on a... It's the, the first one's practically done. I see. It's practically over. It's It's less... It's well. It's halfway full. I'll admit it. It's halfway. okay. So yes. <laughs> so yes. It's a backup in case the first one goes out. You know. I see. It's like having an extra gas can in the uh, in the car. Hold on, I'm moving. Oh God! Here we go. Prepare for the wire to just like just shake like a snake having a seizure. Dude, I well, okay. So I got this heated blanket yesterday. I'm currently under the heated blanket. Look at you. You look warm. Also, as hell. I'm so warm. I'm so cozy. It's supposed to have. I'm so cozy. Oh, you're so cozy. What I'm a cozy supp- girl you are. <laughs> oh, no. oh, you've gotten so cozy lately. <laughs> oh, since since last year when I saw you, honey, you've grown up. You've gotten so cozy. That's what you say when someone's put on like a shit ton of weight. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you've gotten so cozy. Oh, have you seen Meredy? 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 I can't even say your name right. She's so fat. She's gained so much weight. <laughs> I forgot her name. I, um, well, I put it on last night. I, like, took it to bed and I plugged it in. And it's supposed to have, like, a four hour, like, automatic shut off. So I was just like, oh, okay, like, it'll just shut off. Right. It right. didn't. I woke up. It was still on. It was on the whole night. But so the four hour shut off is not actually, it doesn't actually. Exist. I guess I should read like the manual. Maybe okay, I have to so do something to make it <laughs> do that. touch the button. There's no button that was pressed. You just assume. But there's no button for the thing because it's like the button is just on the blanket. So it just tells you like blanket statement, blanket statement. Right. Blanket statement. Right. Four hour shut off time. Yeah. It just said that on the box. I think what they mean is usually after four hours, the people that buy this blanket, <laughs> their power runs out. <laughs> the generator that they <laughs> that used to power their house runs out of runs out of fuel. No, I um but I have to say I fell asleep so fast. Usually I, I like scroll on TikTok for a little bit and then eventually I put on a podcast and then right. I fall asleep. Check the stock market. Yeah. Write a little diary entry. Yeah. I I just passed out. Like and then I woke up at like 8.30, like ready to go. Oh my God. That's incredible. It was a great time. Thanks, Casco. 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 I went down to the Casco. I got myself one of them hot blankets they've been selling down there. Yeah, it comes in a box and everything. You ever seen something like that? Did you ever go? Because the brand is Brookstone. Did you ever go to like a Brookstone? I don't know if I've ever been to a Brookstone, but certainly Brookstone 
is a brand that's been in my house before. They, I think most of the Brookstone stores are at the stores are at the airport. But the, what that was the one? Right. What was the one that used to be like in the mall and stuff? Like Sharper Image. Sharper Image. You remember going to Sharper Image? Was it not a photography store? No. It was okay. It was just like the like a bunch of like tech stuff, and then like you never went to one of these stores. Brookstone is like the same. It's like a bunch of shit that like looks really fancy, but it's mostly just like gadgets. It's gadgets. Yeah. Like like what kind of gadgets are we like talking about? Like all kinds of gadgets. Like Can you buy a drone there? Yeah, you could buy a drone there. You could buy like a massage chair. Like a tiny you could buy like to like take pictures of your bum. Yeah. Yeah. Like when I'm walking around, I want to know what my butt looks like, so I put a little camera. Yeah, down it would there. be stuff like that. Like like have you ever like did you ever like used to when you used to fly as a kid and you would like look inside at the Sky Mall? Oh yeah. It was like Sky Mall stuff. I but remember, it was a store. <laughs> I remember sitting in a in the airplane by myself as like an eleven year old boy. You know, I'm go I'm flying to go see my family, and uh, I would get the Sky Mall magazine out and read that during the the pre flight conversation they're having about the safety, and just be like, yeah, yeah, I'm a businessman. <laughs> yeah, I'm kind of a business. I'm kind of an important guy around. There's like an old lady who's sitting next to me. I'm like, yeah, I've flown on a couple of these. In my day, yeah, I went to the back. I went PP before I got on the flight, so pretty much just gonna be sitting here reading this magazine. <laughs> if you want anything, you just let me know. I'll hit the button. I'll I'll bring them over. Don't worry about it. I'm sure that's Hello? how it went. <laughs> She's got headphones in, <laughs> ma'am. I um no, I would go through. I would like go through those. Mag- I would think that those were like the craziest inventions. I would think like if I had that thing, that would change everything i used to believe if yeah, i had that, that dog bowl <laughs> it would change my life you grew up around and it was just trash it was yeah. just garbage trash i grew up around one rich family uh like the dad was like a doctor they had like a mansion mansion you know like on like a lot of acreage like you would gasp when you went to their house you'd be like oh my f-. it's like bruce manor you know and uh we would go there, and they were the kind of family that did do, like, all the gadgets. Like, they were a gadget family. So, like, a lot of the money just went towards, like, all that kind of shit, where just basically toys, you know, but, like, high-tech, mm-hmm. like, spiders with cameras on them, and, like, there's a laser pointer, and right. like, it crawls around the house. You're like, it right. Don't. Or, you know, you remember those, like, mechanical dogs? Yeah. Yeah, like, that kind of shit. Like, you remember could plug the ones your iPod that we, Yeah, in. the ones yeah. that would, like, dance and, like, light up and shut. Such, so much garbage. Such trash. Like, literally... <laughs> this is like where capitalism like took like a truly devastating turn yeah i don't know what i don't know what i guess now kids just it's just the the same thing that i use right it's the phone right the ipad kind of the ipad you got a a real boston type of thing going on in in your voice today no you've been throwing out a couple of boston accented words no no (laughs) no i refuse I don't know what the hell you're talking about. Because I'm from New York as well. As a certain kind of Boston place. Is it recording good? I hope so. It's recording. It's on the 7, 751, 752. Is this good? Hey, is this is my first time podcasting. (laughs) Is Is this this good? good? Hey, should we do? Okay, let me try this. One, two, three, four. It's actually, I'm actually counting the wrong thing at the clock. So that was actually difficult. And that's sort of what I'm bringing to the podcast game. That's sort of what I'm kind of my talents and my skill set is I'm able to count while looking at something that is not the number that I am counting, which is pretty good. Remember like seeing a stopwatch, right? Hey, what the hell? What the hell is with these stopwatches, right? You see, the first time you see a stopwatch, 
it, uh, it's amazing because you're you're seeing time move at the actual speed at which time moves, right? Like when you can like have a stopwatch right. going. That was an amazing moment to be like, holy shit, it goes that like I didn't know seconds were going by that quick. You know, I thought we were just jumping the minute. You know, oh, it's been a minute. Oh, it's been two minutes. But no, it's like holy, there's numbers going all the time. Oh, so you'd <laughs> never heard of a, what a second was? I knew about seconds. <laughs> I'd heard about them, but every time I counted seconds, you know, like out loud, well, I was totally oh, no, that's under. A mess. I was underselling the business. Yeah, I wasn't. I wasn't doing it at all like the How clock. long is one second? One Mississippi? That's a second? Yeah. But then it's like, how fast are you saying it? Right. Like one Mississippi. Yeah. Versus like Mississippi. one Mississippi. Whenever I was a, a little boy, a little um, miscreant, I would uh, get in trouble with my parents. And my parents, uh, I think they just got bored with hitting us after a while. I think just hitting didn't, it didn't yield the results, you know, like getting slapped in the face didn't actually change much. It just kind of made you not like them, you know? Yeah. And they kind of, I think they sensed that. So they had to like do creative ways to punish us for like little things. And my parents would, one of the tricks they tried was making you stand in the corner. You had to put your nose in the corner. Mm -hmm. But then that eventually was like, I can stand here all fucking day. I don't give a shit. I'll stand in this corner. You're saying I can call you a cunt. No, don't lay on the Zoom recorder to lose. It's like the worst place you could lay. Oh God. So anyway, I'm standing in the corner, right? And that becomes like not enough of a punishment. And so to up the ante, my parents would then make me stand on my tippy toes while I am in the corner. So I'm standing on my tippy toes with my nose in the corner. And then they want me to count, right? And I have to count my time spent in the corner. And so it's like, you have to count one Mississippi, two Mississippi, three Mississippi. And then you would speed it up. You'd be like, one Mississippi, two Mississippi, three Mississippi. And then they'd be like, no, slow down. <laughs> slow down, James. You're going too fast. I can never imagine having like the energy. This is why I'm like, oh, I don't think I'll have kids. So I can't imagine having the energy to like punish my kids for anything. No, what I would do is I would devise a way where uh, they are constantly in punishment. Uh -huh. And then what you do is you reward them when they are completely good. Well, that's the thing is childhood is kind of a punishment. Yeah. Ex well, existence, like you can't, existence yeah, is hell. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's the thing. You can't do anything. Like you can't do anything by yourself. You can't drive. You don't know what's going on. Like you just are like, I guess everything just exists. You don't know anything. Right. I was uh, I was just thinking about this today, like an example of like a moment when realize that the people who have been telling you how the world works are actually like fucking idiots, you know, because I remember I got in trouble with uh, I was like in a fight with my older sisters and maybe I like hit one or there was like some sort of dispute that and me in timeouts I'm sitting in timeout in my bunk bed and uh, my dad comes in after a while after after everyone's cooled down after we've all taken a breath mm -hmm. and we're all done screaming <laughs> there's no more fisticuffs I go he comes into the bedroom and uh, he comes to sit down he, he comes to sit down to sort of give me a little disciplinary speech about how I shouldn't behave that way a lot a lot a lot of and uh, the first thing he does is he has this like exasperated like look on his face and he's just like, what is your, what would you in a situation like, you know? <laughs> so he's, what am I supposed to be telling you to do right now? Usually she just gives me candy and then she lets me watch TV until I pass out. Uh -huh. So that's what happens when I'm bad at home. Yeah. So I think we should probably get, get that going. Yeah. Maybe if you could crack open a, an ice cold soda and we can get this day rolling. Uh, she usually makes me a big uh, bowl of pasta and then she leaves the fucking room. How about that, dad? Uh, no, but he's doing that. 
And then as he is trying to like, you know, explain to me why I can't behave this way, I see out the window his car being repossessed. <laughs> oh my I, god. Like in the middle of me getting a little talking to, his car is just being and so then of course he's like stay here he he runs out and me and my sisters are looking out the window as they're like arguing with the guy (laughs) that was your punishment is realizing how poor your parents are yeah right yeah and then you and your sisters bonded over watching this experience and everything was better again from then on out my dad was like okay it's time for bed it's like whatever you're poor i don't have to listen to you you don't have money. <laughs> money talks, dad. Money talks. Okay. <laughs> you show me a pay stub for this week and we'll start talking about who tells who what to do. All right. I'm not going to school anymore. Also, <laughs> side note. Oh, I made a little spill. Yeah, I just myself. watched you dribble. A little he wet. dribbled his bonus LaCroix. Well, the bonus LaCroix is now also half empty. So I'm going to have to go get a, a third, <laughs> a third double bonus LaCroix. <laughs> this is good podcasting. This is my first one. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, that's amazing. I'm trying to think like what was like the most I was ever like really punished for anything. Not really. Like I never had that. Like maybe I would like have to be in my room or something or maybe something would be taken away from me for like a week. But... The punishment was my own anxiety that I then had about whatever the situation was. Oh, that's nice. That's yeah, nice like I think I think I was troubled enough. Your parents <laughs> recognized that you were fucked up. We didn't have to do much. Yeah, Just I felt pretty bad her, about anything I it. ever did. Yeah. You know? Yeah, well, that's nice. That must have been nice, your parents. <laughs> Other than my parents who had to deal with someone who almost psychopathically didn't understand <laughs> why he had to do the right thing all the time. No, I would feel terrible if like anything, like, I don't know. Mostly I would just like have like little like fits or whatever, but then they were over and then it was done. Like, I don't know. I think I was a pretty good kid. I remember. um, Also, I was smart enough to like, I don't know if there was really anything I was really going to get in trouble for. I was usually smart enough not to get caught. Like I just, it wouldn't be something anyone would know about. Uh Uh-huh. You know? Right, right. You would plan it out and get through yeah yeah not for me not for me i'm more of a spur of the moment kind of a guy you know do the wrong thing now uh-huh and then later figure out what the right thing make it better also though i was just like a really honest like i don't know like okay the first time that i um the first time that i had my own car and i went to go had to go fill up my own gas i yeah. like i go i don't know why this is like the example that's coming to mind but so i go and it's one of those ones where you have to like pull the thing for the gas thing to come off. Like you have to click the little button or whatever. It doesn't just unscrew. My mom's car did unscrew. I'd filled up her gas like in that car before, but not this one. Oh, I've filled up your mom's gas in her car. Mm-hmm. I, I know this. I know the screw cap situation uh-huh. in your mom's car. <laughs> if you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. I unleaded usually. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> sometimes not. Yeah, sometimes it was like I can't tell the difference. Yeah, I don't really know. Sometimes <laughs> diesel. Sometimes I plug it in. Yeah, right. It's 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 a hybrid, but only because of me. Only because of the choices. <laughs> right, that I made. right. Yeah. I mean any car can be a hybrid if you if just you have really like a long enough extension cord. Right. You just drop that sucker <laughs> in the tailpipe or whatever. <laughs> yeah, it's charging. Neighbors come out, there's like duct tape around it. <laughs> 
Yeah, sorry, I have an electric car now. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a piece of shit, like Volvo. Like it's like from 2008. <laughs> it doesn't have hubcaps. Yeah. Well, I literally broke the thing trying to open it. You like it was my first cap. day, like having the car. How do you break the screw cap? Because you had to pull it to open it, and I didn't know that existed. I thought every car was just you just unscrewed it regular so how style. How long did you just stand there twisting the cap <laughs> around and around and around? Probably a while. I don't know. Anyway, eventually I did so like I tried to pull it out or pop it off or something like that. Anyway, I broke it. Oh no, it wasn't the cap itself. It was the little door. You broke the door. Yeah. You ripped the door. Off. I ripped it off. How did? Because you didn't know there was like a push. Yeah, I didn't know that. Well, no, it was like a like you know my car now. Like there's a little thing you a have to. Lever. Yeah. There was one of those. I didn't know that existed. My mom's car, you just opened the little door. This one. So I like <laughs> ripped the door off of it. And I just, call, I mean, I just called my mom and was like, yeah, I fucked up the car. I don't know. I don't know what happened. Like, I, there wasn't really anything I just didn't really like. Say. Like, if I really fucked something up, I was just like, oh, yeah, you know, whatever. One of the trucks that I uh, drove around as a young uh, key actually just broke off into the ignition and so half the key was in the ignition and so all you had was the other half of the broken key (laughs) and you would just have to finagle it into the you could still like get it to go (laughs) yeah but you would have to kind of like jiggle it around to make sure like they both connected because it's just a turn you know rather than ever try to fix that rather than ever even address that situation it's like well it works i should go back to that i should go back to that way of living you know like now, I like, oh, like my car, I got to go take it into the mechanic and I'll just pay them whatever they tell me. I should go back to it being like, now, nah, when it falls off, it falls off. That's how I live my life. But you know what? If the brakes go out, the brakes go out. There's a way, there's other ways to stop a car. Okay. <laughs> I. A slow drift. That fucking car, that fucking Volvo was like such a nightmare. I also was like driving around like, like a windy, like suburb. Mm-hmm. Like when I. I didn't have it for very long. I went through so many cars when I was 16, but I it was like going around like a curvy like street and I tried to change the radio station and I veered I veered off. You veered <laughs> off of the road. Of the road. <laughs> Just because of the little knob you have and to turn. And the car wow. was so small because I thought it would be funny if it looked like I had like a clown car. So the car was too small and it like hit off of the side of the curb and it like completely fucked up the tire like not just like just the tire but the mechanics of like the axis or the Uh axle or whatever and yeah like i called one of my friends his dad was a mechanic and he lived like right down the street and so like i was like can you are, are is your dad home like can you guys come look at my car and so they like come out and they were like what did you do like what this is like you're you really managed to like fuck up your mm-hmm. car doing this whatever i bought it with my own money for like a thousand dollars on craigslist very nice and then a meth had stole a bunch of the parts from it for money and then i did get another car and then that car got totaled because i slammed on my brakes on the highway now <laughs> they tell you not to do that and then but it technically wasn't my fault Right. Well, never. And then the other car got totaled because some guy smashed into me. I had nothing to do with that. They really did just smash into mm-hmm. me. 
No, I really didn't. Yeah. No, uh-huh. they were in the left turn lane. They were stopped. They were waiting for the green light. So how did they? <laughs> I'm no, no, no. Listen, listen. Okay. I'm driving. It's out of Manual Cleaver, like past mm. like the Taco Bell, like towards the plaza. Yeah. I'm going to work. I'm at my at my 16 years of age. I'm driving. I have a green light, so I'm going like 35 miles an hour or whatever. He decides he doesn't want to be in the turn lane anymore. Doesn't look to see if anyone's coming. Just swerves out and just collides with my car so that one really wasn't my fault nice yeah, there was uh yeah. there was one time the, the only time that i tried to flee a scene i mean i've hit cars uh all, all the time. i hit cars still to this day when i'm parking i just bump right into them and then if it's bad enough i'll just leave i'll just go to a different yeah. parking spot and leave that scratch where <laughs> it is leave that dent where i found it uh but usually it's not that bad usually you just, you just use the bumpers to kind of you know smash your way into yeah, the parking that, space that is how you think that like parallel parking <laughs> that's works. what bumpers are for yeah okay they're for smashing uh-huh. okay <laughs> uh but the uh this one time i was at a, a walgreens parking lot i was going to uh i don't know what i was going to get but i i go there and then i'm leaving the walgreens parking lot and i think that i am going in reverse but instead i'm going in drive so i back up with the force of a of backing up, but I actually right. pull forward and then just like hit this car, and uh, it's just like this, like this big, like uh, like minivan looking thing, like black, like all beaten up, like a real piece of shit car. Smash into it, and then I back out really quickly, and then pull away, and then six people get out of the van, like <laughs> oh <laughs> like no, six black women get out of the car. <laughs> And they're screaming at me, and I just you just bolt, drive away. I just away. bolt out of there, and then I like. I, Wait, how old were you? This was a couple years ago. <laughs> <laughs> this is when I was living on Truist. And That's so good. Which the problem is that I also lived like just right down right. the street from where I was. So I I pull out, but like there's traffic, so I have to like stop. So the pull out's not very effective because I'm now sitting and waiting. And by that time, they're now taking photos of my license plate. And so then I peel out really quickly. And then I like get halfway down the road, like back home before I realize like, well, this is probably not going to go well for me. They, they've got a photo of the license plate. They seem motivated. They seem upset. So I turn back around and then I go into the Walgreens, assuming they're still going to be there. They are still there. Uh, I walk in. They're already explaining to the cashier what happened and showing the cashier the photo of the, of the car. I walk up straight up to him. I'm like, hey, sorry. Yeah, it's, uh, it was me. I'm the one who pulled away or what I like. Oh, hell no. You know, like that kind of thing. Uh-huh. I'm getting sort of that attitude. So I take my beating. I take the I take the screaming. And then whenever everyone's uh, done yelling at me, they're like, okay, so how are we going to solve this? And I was like, well, uh, uh, we can just, well, let's just swap insurance information. And by this point, we're in the parking lot. And they're like, yeah, well, we don't really have insurance on, on the car. So we're going to have to figure out a different way to solve this problem, right? So we're in the parking lot. And at that point, I started to realize like, oh, I was actually fine leaving because you don't have insurance. Right, you so can't do anything. you're not going to call the cops on me because you would also get in trouble in this situation, probably pay a higher fine than I would. So maybe I should just go. But then <laughs> as I'm kind of thinking that, this other, this big black dude also gets out of the van and then comes up to me. He's like really, really tall and confronts me about the situation. Now the girls have backed off. And now it's just me and this guy talking face to face. And he's sort of being very calm, you know, being like, okay, so what, how are we going to, 
How are we going to solve this problem? All right. I don't know what to I, I'll be honest. I've only spoken to a few of you. I've only had a few conversations with guys like you. Uh, so I'm a little frightened. But uh, then he goes, well, how about you go back in there? You get $100 out of the You give that to me. We'll call it easy. And so that's what I did. Wow. I went and gave him $100. And it was only later that I realized, like, I probably do any of that. No. It's a little rough when you live in the same neighborhood also the idea of i'm it's just like six people hanging out in a in a beat up van it's a bunch of women and one dude i would say that they were not the best dressed folks yeah unclear what the situation was no no car insurance that's for sure right certainly the the dent that i made in their car was not not going to be noticed right in the car right yeah at that point you should just be fine i mean if so, if I my car has been dented several times. Like I'll just come out and there's like a new dent because someone clearly hit it, and it's like, but well, I don't. That's why I would never have like an expensive shit. like nice car. It would be nice to have like a nice interior. Sure. Since I have to spend time in there, but you you don't care. Like everyone's always like, oh, what happened to the side of your car? And I'm like, oh, James crashed it into the side of our building. And they're okay. like, oh, that sucks. Right. And I'm like, <laughs> I don't really care. It doesn't matter. Yeah, the life happened to the car. Yeah, the it's a car. Did, you know? I live in the city. What mm-hmm. do you think happened? There's a lot of walls everywhere. There's they got, walls. They got buildings. It's a sheet of ice. They got sharp corners. Like three months out of the year. Right. I mean, what do you want? I would like to have my... You gonna keep the car nice all the time? For what? I would just like the interior of my car to be decked out, sort of like a pimp my ride sitting. Like, I just want like a slot machine and like all midget in the back. <laughs> like, that's the car. There's no steering wheel. Okay, <laughs> if you could have like anything in your car, like any features, unrealistic or not, like what would you want to have in your car all the time? A bigger dick. Well, you can't have that. <laughs> That's not part of the car. Like a sick afro while I'm in the car. No, no, no. It's not that you change when you're in the car. It's (laughs) it's something that's always in the car. I like get in the car and I just become small, old Hispanic woman. But then when I get out of the car, it's just me still. Uh Uh-huh. You know? So like I'm a, I'm a little abuela when I'm ever I'm driving like uh-huh. I can barely see over the steering wheel and then when I park I get out and I always park like three feet away from the curb but then when I get out it's just like this regular white guy and I was like what the hell what happened to the old lady what did he do to the abuela okay when I get in the car I want to be an old gay man okay. That sounds nice. We can, and then when we're both in the car, we can be an old gay man and a little Hispanic lady. That's perfect. That's perfect for us. Match made in heaven. That's, okay, let's go to this. Let's go to this store. I'm trying to think. Of <laughs> I'm trying to think. Of, that's that's what she sounds like. <laughs> I'm in Abuela. I'm from Mexico originally. <laughs> I come from the south. Where tacos, <laughs> where burritos are f- free. In the fucking street. <laughs> I um, if I could have any, I would want my, I would want my whole car to just automatically adapt to whatever temperature, my body temperature, to make me perfectly comfortable. Mm-hmm. And I would want my seats to massage. I think they have those. Yeah, well, I'm never gonna get a car that has that already. Okay. Well, so that's a very real. <laughs> I would want, I want a better system for. A water bottle, like a drinking water while I'm driving. Like I want one of those like straws, like you know, like the backpacks with the straws. Mm-hmm. I want that, but it's in my car. I would like a. Uh, I yeah. want, I want 
No, you know what I want? Here's what you want. Say it to us. I want it, my car to be able to make me ice lattes with oat milk. Yeah, you want to be able to just like hit it like a Spy Kids car. Yeah. You hit a button and then a cheeseburger just appears out of a package. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I would That's like what I want. a feature of the car would be uh, I would like it to help me so that I can uh, safely drunk drive. Well, I don't know what the feature would be, you know, but drinking and driving uh-huh. is the feature of the car. That's like a new Toyota Camry. They're kind of right. like advertising for that. Yeah. It would be nice. It would Toyota be nice. Camry, get drunk. It would be nice if you could get so fucked up and then just your car would drive you home. Yeah. Well, that's the self-driving car. Yeah, but you're supposed to maintain a level of alertness. It's still a DUI if you get pulled over. Is that true? Yeah. If the car's driving, but you're drunk. Because in case the car doesn't, yeah, you still have to be able to take control yeah. of the situation. Yeah. When is the future going to be fun? When is the future going to be fun for anybody? I know. And Teslas suck. That'd be the great thing also about public transit. Like if they ever had like a great public transit in here that I could use. As you could just get like hot. Like I was in Colorado. You just get like high as shit and then get on the bus. And then an hour later, you're where you're supposed to be. And you'd have to do anything, you know? There you go. Sometimes you would end up places that you were not supposed to be because you got very high. And then right. thought you were getting on the, you know, the bus that was going south. And instead, you're way the fuck up north. And like, right. take another bus transfer. You suddenly spent $60 <laughs> just to get back to the Airbnb or whatever. <laughs> yeah, that is like a good feature of public transportation. You don't want to be the only like drawback is that as a tiny lady, sometimes for other people, it's obvious that you're drunk and then they want to like steal from you and shit. Right. You got to be aware. Right. Yeah. As a tiny woman, you really can't. It's really That's how I feel. Especially lately. I'm just like anything. Sometimes I think, oh, I'll go do this day or I'll do it. And I think it's not safe. It's not safe for me. You can't just like go. That's why I'm always sending you out to get my coffee. (laughs) It's not safe. They should have like wet, like you know how they have weather advice, like oh, there's a smog alert. So make sure to like you know roll up your windows. Or I li- also I do like roll how, up like, your windows. Yeah, I like how all the like danger danger alerts that you get from like a weather app are just like yeah, but you still you still you have to go to your jobs. Oh like, yeah, you still got to go to work. So fuck you, I guess. Like by the way, the air is poison today. But good luck getting somewhere. Yeah. By the way, it's extremely, it's the densest fog ever. You're probably definitely going to crash into somebody that's like a foot in front of you. But uh, but you got to go. A new element of climate change is that uh, clouds have turned into small guns that fire bullets <laughs> down from the heavens. But uh, I hope you can get to work by 7 o'clock in the morning <laughs> because that's when you're expected. And you will need to be there. No excuses. There's, uh, you're either a team player or you're not. I need to be able to rely on you. You know how many times an adult man has said to me, or an adult woman, whatever, a supervisor has said to me, I need to be able to rely on you. <laughs> so when you are when you show up to work two, three, five, ten minutes late, it makes me feel like I can't rely on you. <laughs> rely on me for what? For what? I put books on the shelves. I answer the phone. What the hell are you talking about? Rely on me. Yeah. I'm a part-time employee. I make $10 an hour and you want to rely on me? You I, should really reevaluate. I, I drank broth last night <laughs> because that was all that I could afford so that I could keep my bone density strong, strong enough to walk to work. Yeah. I don't think you should rely on me. Yeah, you buddy. should not be relying on me at all. I don't know what you foresee in the future being a big project for this establishment, but I can assure you I will not be engaging with that. I don't know. Are we gonna? Are we digging ditches later? What do you need me for at exactly this time? I couldn't figure out why 
I felt so pinched by my underwear, but it's backwards. Yeah. And it's a thong. Yeah, it's a backwards thong. So that will, that'll do it. I don't have that small of a vagina for this to be working for me. Yeah, a very humbling moment in my life was trying on a thong as a joke. Uh, someone made me try a thong on as a ha-ha joke. Mm-hmm. And then I put the thong on and it's like, this is actually not comfortable. There's no. actually, there's there's quite a bit of space here for my penis. Right. This, this, <laughs> I, I'm not, I'm not bursting at the seams of this thong here. I have, I have the, I have the penile uh, weight of a regular medium-sized vagina. <laughs> <laughs> I have the underwear density of <laughs> a woman who has about 140 pounds. I have her vagina as a penis. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> a woman who gave birth recently. Uh-huh. I have her vagina. You know, kind of like it's like pushed out a little bit. You know, <laughs> I don't know what happens. To <laughs> no, it's fine. You've never seen a vagina before. I've never seen a vagina my entire life. I always close my eyes. Mm-hmm. I always get scared. You t- you said something one time to me that was. I think it's the best way to sum it up. You said that I had a starter vagina. A starter? Like vagina? a starter pack. It's the vagina you'd recommend to somebody who's never done never oh, done right. that. Yeah, for someone who's yeah. starting out with vaginas. Yeah. This is a good start, yeah. you know? It's not threatening, it's not gonna hurt you. It's exact <laughs> it's exactly what you th- when you're picturing a vagina, this is what it's gonna be. Starter this pack. This is what it's gonna look like, you know? Because it would, you got to imagine, because uh, I've only seen a few crazy looking vaginas in right. my life, and half of them were not in person. <laughs> you know, a lot of it was just online. Right. But imagine, because there's so many different shapes, there's so many different labias, it's crazy. It's right? crazy. Uh, imagine the first time you're having sex and you get one of the, like one of those crazy ones, you know, where like the, uh, where the clitoris is like a little thumb that sticks out, <laughs> you know? It's like it's like the nose. Of <laughs> <laughs> it's like the nose of you like a, a mole you rat, a, you, you know? Th- you get a thumb clit. <laughs> yeah. There's like little paws like pulling apart the lips. Some little head sticking out. <laughs> Hello. Welcome to the vagina. Well, if you look in here, we have a nice starting set here. We've got, we've got, these are the, these are the tubes you're mostly going to be addressing. <laughs> and then there's the back walls. Let's, let's be perfectly honest. You're not going to be seeing those for a while. You're not going to be infiltrating these anytime soon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, vaginas are, a, uh, vaginas are a slippery slope, let me tell you. You know what, though? It's so crazy. Like, you think a penis wouldn't be able to look that crazy, but there's some really crazy looking penises out there. Oh, yeah. For every crazy looking pussy... There's a crazy looking dick. It's freaking out, James. I don't know why either. The cat is very not having a night. Also, I hope I've been doing the mic good. I've been trying not to move it away because I don't want it to cut off. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I probably am not doing it very well. I don't think you're doing a good it's job. be a bunch of cut off. You know, it's a learning process. I feel like it shouldn't be this difficult, but we've really struggled. Well, the thing is, is that there isn't actually a lot of information out there that you can just look up because everyone's like, oh, it's different for each one. And it's like, just fucking just say it. Right. I hate gatekeeping. I hate gatekeeping of gay secrets, of dumb bullshit. Yeah, there's a lot of shit like that out there, I feel like. Or it's a lot of stuff where it's like people are just peddling products. Like I've been getting back into like doing music stuff and I got my MIDI out like earlier and I was like, oh, like now I'm just like kind of fucking around with it, whatever. But when I first got it, it was like, oh, like you need to download this and you need to buy this pack and you need to buy this. And it was like, you're obviously just like peddling this shit. Like somebody who's done this on a fucking dime, which is so many people who make music 
How did they do it? How did somebody with not a lot of money find a simple solution for how to figure this shit out? Many people have, I'm sure, but no, it's just always like, just feels like a weird like sales. Oh, you got to buy this headphones and you got to buy this mic and you got to buy And you look up like a YouTube video and it's just like somebody like, it's too much. So today we're going to learn the G. They always have like a G chord on on the computer. (laughs) No, but it's just like when you look up tech stuff or like what you need to like get or download or buy or like even for the podcast, it's like, it's always some motherfucker in a home office that's just all like LED backlit. Like it's just all like LED lights like on the their back of their computer and the bottom of their desk and like their chair and like their lights and everything's purple. And they're all like, today I'm going to tell you like how to suck a dick. (laughs) These are my five proven steps for dick sucking. (laughs) And if you sign up for my course, I'll show you the ins and outs of dick sucking. (laughs) Here's five things that dick suckers do wrong every single time. Here's what you don't want to do. First thing teeth second thing teeth third thing holding de- holding tightly onto the penis after it's already busted <laughs> ladies let <laughs> us go let it go <laughs> why is that the moment that we have to squeeze harder it's not the time there were plenty of times beating leading up to it beating up to it beating off Ayo. to it hey yo hey buddy yeah, no, I hate the uh, I hate the the fact that like all information is uh, individually personalized and then repackaged and then sold back to people. Like that's the whole sum of the internet at this point. Is there's like a few ways to find legitimate information about anything, and then everything else is somebody else who found it first, and then now you have to pay them in some way or some fashion. You have to watch their videos enough times. You got to subscribe. You got to like. You got to do all these things, and or like I was. Because researching for the podcast when we first started doing it, I looked at like all these people who would advertise like, here's how you can be, you know, make a successful podcast. Here's how you can like get to the top charts. And here's all these like tried and true methods. A, all of those methods are bullshit, right? But B, a lot of them are like, what podcast are you doing? Like, what do you, what kind of podcast are these people promoting? Right? Like, it all sounds like it's all very like businessy. You know, right? It's like I thought it, the, the the only podcasts that should exist are ones like this, where you just say pee pee and caca into the microphone for an hour, right? And then people listen to that as some form of like sick pleasure that right. they get from it. You know, I I fucking like yeah, John Stewart has a podcast, right? Like Stephen Colbert has a podcast. No, all like, these celebrities the, have podcasts now. They all should kill themselves, and they, they're all bad. Celebrities should be banned. I don't want to listen to Dak Shepard interview anybody. Oh my god, why? And the, the, the crazy Megan thing is Markle like, has a podcast, and she's. Yeah. I listened to the first episode because I was like curious. It's bad. Yeah, it's annoying. It's bad. She like doesn't know how to let people answer because qu- it's just like an interview. Like they're all trying to be Oprah. Yeah, all and they of it can't is be style. Oprah. And what I hate the let most me get that is the kind of podcast that are like it's uh it's famous people who then interview other famous people. So there's like a natural interest that people are gonna have. Like oh, Dax Shepard is interviewing fucking tim burton's son <laughs> this this week him and his dumb wife are gonna interview some dumbass who directed one episode of the good place wouldn't that be fun to listen to for two hours oh well and it's also weird because they're like in a thruple sure how about a how about a how about a fuck but like a dysfunctional one mm-hmm. not does, on purpose yeah how does that work i don't understand how a thruple actually could possibly work 
like just the dynamics of it because i can't understand i mean a couple my god the, the complications that come out from just one other person who wants to be involved in your shit one other person who wants to know where you're going <laughs> i think it has to be two people that are mainly in it and then a third person that's kind of like chilling that's always what i imagine is that the, there's a third person there's not all equals right there's a third person who is kind of a loser like who can't couldn't get their own and is uh-huh. now trying to double down on like yeah. a sad couple you know like you guys don't seem like you're doing very well so how about i jump on your thing that you've already established i don't know i need a lot of attention i could do a thruple yeah well okay a thruple that works like so there's just there's two guys who are into you no they could be into each other okay what about it what about i don't really care huh what about a lady could you do that could you do a thruple with an with another lady only if she is a lesbian (laughs) i want the attention right so so i don't benefit from the thruppling no, what, because then you would give them attention and I don't want that. I right, want all the attention. Right. So you would like, you basically what you'd like is just a girlfriend <laughs> on the side. <laughs> yeah. That but I, then, but then they also are like, they're, they're here and they hang out. Right. They're stuff. a livid girlfriend. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we pay her bills. It's she, somebody she that I don't have to give a lot of attention to. Mm-hmm. A slave. You'd like <laughs> what you're just no. a little sort of like a, i don't know like they do some of the like the yard work and they help us out with the cooking and they raise the kids and she's a part of our family <laughs> <laughs> the kids are all confused about like which one's the mom and no i don't like to be in a relationship i can barely handle my female friendships it's like yeah. already quite a lot i can barely handle my own femininity you know right i can barely handle myself whenever i get tired and cranky let alone the female like a, 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 a physical version of that right right like tired and cranky is what women are made out of yeah like this this the substance that has <laughs> created women people think that it's the it's the bone right right like women came from the rib of adam uh-huh. but no they actually came out of his whining and complaining <laughs> <laughs> Adam started bitching about like how hot it was in the Garden of Eden. And God was like, Jesus fucking Christ, we'll make something. We'll make one. (laughs) Hey, how about a big pair of tits? How about that, Adam? Wouldn't you like that? (laughs) Uh, Um, I was like that, like my, uh, because my parents uh, are like very religious people. And they would always, when I was growing up, like make jokes about like evolution like how dumb it is and like to be fair like for for evolution like people that are like you know i'm into people that are into that (laughs) (laughs) the vast majority of people who subscribe to just like basic science on this subject right it does sound stupid it sounds sounds kind of dumb as shit right and especially when you like uh you use words that other people then are like very easily able to turn into bullshit where it's like like whoever said goo whoever said goo the first time should have been like taken out and fired, right? Like a goo? Yeah, like, oh, humans, they came from this like, you know, combination of like cells, this like, you know, this like almost like this gooey, like nothing, you know? And then it evolved into like some sort of like, you know, like- uh, Are people using the word goo to describe this? That's what I'm this? saying is like at some point that that got out, right? Right. And so my parents would make jokes like that. Like, can you believe that some people think that we just came out of like some some goop? in the ground and it's like bitch you think we came out of dust that god <laughs> made people out of dust and then women came from ribs 
What do you, what do you mean? How, how crazy <laughs> to think that we came from the slime that the Ninja Turtles used. <laughs> the Nickelodeon slime created human life as we know it. Well, not related at all, but I was just going to say, you think that these situations would be like ideal. I'm not carrying on with what you're saying. Yeah. But then what? what the, oh, no, no, no. It was the Louis Thoreau documentary. Yeah. About, about the, like, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. not polygamy, but it was like it plural was, relationship or whatever. I think it was polygamy. No, no, no. It's not polygamy. It's not, not polygamy. No, no, no it's not right. polygamy. Polyamory. It's polyamory. Polyamory. Got right, it. Got it. Right. Got it. Different. 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 Similar. But not really. Uh, yeah, it's uh It's the girl version of uh polygamy. Yeah. yeah. What if we're all friends? <laughs> yeah. No, it was like that and there was that girl with the like that girl with those ugly boys. Yeah. Do you remember that? Yeah. It was like there was the one that they were a little bit older, but there was the younger yeah. thruple. Yeah. With the two like hideous guys. Who I don't think not. she was cute either. I can't remember her. Yeah. And they were not fucking the two guys. No, they yeah. were not fucking. And it was so sad. Yeah. It was so sad. Because they both love her, but they're both stuck because she insists that this is how it has to be. Yeah. And so they all sleep in the same bed. I mean, can you imagine? God, like it's you're in love with someone and you're rough. so like your self-esteem is so broken that you're willing to put up with that. And it's obviously like you didn't immediately just, just like, go like, no, they're young no. enough that I think it was and they're all like nerdy and gross enough that it was probably like all of their like first relationships, too. So it's that thing where you think like there's nobody else in the world for me. So like right. this is it. Right. And like I love her. So right. this is the way that it is. The other one was sad as fuck, too. They're all sad. All of them yeah, are sad. Yeah, it was sad. It doesn't work. Stop doing it. <laughs> it's one of those ones where like because it's it seems like it is a like my generation type of thing to be going on, I feel pretty comfortable being like, yeah, it's dumb. Don't do that. It's, it's stupid. It's dumb. I think like you have to it's these it's also like it tends to be people that think they're being really really honest but they're not being honest at all. Like that one was just like that when she she was married. So she's married to the guy. They have a kid. Yeah. And then her boyfriend just comes over sometimes. So they're doing polygamy except or no polyamory. Yeah. Uh, But the husband isn't doing it. Right. He had no other girlfriends. Yeah. But she had this boyfriend who would come over and he would just go upstairs and be like, all right, well, I guess. And then he would be like, he would like, if they were like, what do you do if you have to like come downstairs to like get a glass of water or something? He's like, you know, I just call out to make sure there's like nothing happening. No, I mean, I wish we weren't doing this. It's pretty terrible. Oh, and then the saddest thing, because he's like, they're all like fat as shit, but he was like pretty heavy. And they were like, because in the terms of their relationship, he is allowed to have another partner right but he doesn't want one but he doesn't really want one but he keeps saying like during the documentary with like this very fake like you know optimism of like one day i hope to like you know also find someone you know but and it's like that's so uh rough because her boyfriend is just like a crazy bearded psycho right right? so like she got she got an easy out with that one she just found a guy on the street like she just found a, (laughs) a guy at like a bar and uh yeah, I don't, because uh, all of those things, especially Well, then with, like, he had a family too, I think. Yeah. Was the, a situation. And the wife was also not Not super into it, yeah. yeah. Well, that's the thing too, is that like you convince yourself with these open relationships and stuff, you convince yourself that like you're never going to fall in, like you're never going to fall in love with somebody else. Like it's never going to whatever. And in that situation, it was literally just 
two couples that had completely lost their relationships to this new couple yeah that had formed and they did want to be together right it's upsetting that's why it doesn't work yeah is also just not it's like not practical because still it's like what's expected of you and like what you you don't want you don't want to live in chaos forever too like people don't want that so like people want that for a little bit but then what happens after that is that then you're like oh well now i am in love with a different person how long can you juggle that for Right, because the don't whole- you just want to have like one person that you just like makes you a cup of coffee in the morning? <laughs> right, right, because the whole point of uh, doing any of the relationship stuff and like living together and getting married and having family, like, doing all of that, there's like a sense of comfort that eventually like calms your life down enough that you can think more clearly about other goals and ambitions you might have in your life. But if you are constantly circling the drain on what it is, who you're in love with, what the relationship is, it's like you haven't moved on since high school. Yeah. You haven't, this is the same bullshit that you're concerned about and is like dominating your life. But that's why it's so unfortunate that like, even like in high school and stuff, people would like, everyone was so serious about dating and like relationships and stuff. And like, this is my boyfriend. This is my girlfriend. Like everyone in like high school, college should just be like very casual with each other. Yeah. It should just be like that because then you don't have these situations where it's like these sad ass, like 45 year olds, like doing polyamory. Right. Yeah. Fuck it all out of your system. And then, you know. Well, also just learn that it like is just a shit show to be like that. Like you did it when you were young, you know, whatever, whatever. Just have fun. Fun. Live your life. Yeah. I feel like when you get into serious relationships, whenever you're a kid, it's mostly just because you want to be an adult. You know, that was at least the appeal to me was that like I was I was officially an older kid when I had a girlfriend. You know, it made me mature. Uh, And then I the thing was, is I was so young when I had my first girlfriend, quote unquote, like have those titles. I was probably, you know, like in middle school. And I didn't know what to do with that on a mature enough level. So what would happen is I would like get a girl to be my girlfriend. I would convince her. I would break her down after a long series of like conversations and beg. And they would eventually say yes. And then two days later, I would break up with them. <laughs> and then because I was like, oh, I actually want the other girl to be my girlfriend. Same. I just want everyone to yeah, be my girlfriend same. at some point. So I wanted the experience of like everybody. Yeah. 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 And there were different like hierarchies too, where like there were different kinds of girls that were like on like a higher, like they, it seemed like it was not possible. Like we, we were in different circles, you know, I was technically beneath them in the social circle. And then it was like, well, that's my goal for the next six months. Right. Cause I'm going to figure it out. Yeah. I'm going to figure out how to get there. Yeah. They're all just like some people too, that like, I didn't really want to date them, but I thought it would just be funny to like know what it would be like that they were kind of like an interesting person or like they were kind of goofy. Mm. So I was just like, like there were definitely people in high school that I would just be like, it would be funny to make out with them. <laughs> like, I just think it would be funny. Like not like a haha, like to just like, just like whatever. I just thought it would be interesting. Mm, see, this is another form of like the bullying that we were talking about. No, but not you're to like here. tell other you're, people you're about it. You're making fun of Tim the Down syndrome. No, not like that. It was just there was wouldn't people. It be funny if I no if I kissed him. Not like that. It wouldn't be anything. I was like, I was pretty like on the DL about everything too. Like I was a pretty chill person. Yeah. So yeah, but I would just like like I would just like I don't know I would there were just certain people that I was just be like, we're very different people. Like, sure. Like what the hell? Like what, what the hell? What will you, you're such a like weird person to interact with. Like, what would it be like to make out with you? Like, I need to know now actually. Right. Yeah. I, 
because I was raised Mormon, I, I felt like any interaction I had with other people was like, well, they were going to be different. So to me, there was no difference in the difference. Mm. You know, like any kind of person was going to be strange to me. Right. They were going to behave in different ways. So, yeah, it didn't. I didn't, I didn't do personality checks until I was much older. Yeah. I didn't figure that out until later in life. <laughs> I feel like I'm slightly over that now. Like now, like I don't see people and I'm like, what the hell would that be like? But in, uh, in college, there was a couple people that I had like been like, oh, them. there was a couple people I never went for. And I was like talking with one of my friends like a couple years ago. And I was like, oh, remember this guy? Like, ah like he was so like he had a vibe like i don't know but he was just like very like he was super cute but he was like very like nerdy like to himself like whatever engineering type or whatever found out a lot of these people later on found out super christian like they were the whole time the whole time mm. the whole yeah. time yeah turns and out. i was like why is this like my type of because that must have been the pull it's like oh they seem so no, they seem so nice they, they so, seem so, so polite, like so innocent they seem so clean yeah yeah like, I want to, like, fuck them up. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's the appeal of, like, those, like, very religious uh, people. It's kind of the the same appeal, I guess, is, like, virgin, you know? But right. it's, like, ultra virgin. Like, they're a virgin. Ultra, ultra virgin. Ultra mega virgin <laughs> coming to the stage. That's my stripper name is ultra, ultra virgin. virgin. Yeah. Ultra virgin is a great stripper name. Yeah, it's pretty good. I'm, like, all Hell bashful. Yeah. I'm all bashful when I'm on stage. I'm, like, <laughs> no, <laughs> no. Get your hands away from me. Really trying to give me money. I'm like, no, pff, get this out of here. That would be a good drag name That's too. Disgusting. I'm like doing homework. <laughs> you know, like no, I can't right now. Tommy, Tommy, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> Not until we're older. <sighs> we haven't even kissed. <laughs> oh my god, ultra virgin. <sighs> I remember there was a girl that it was like maybe middle school. We never kissed, but I was I. She let me touch her vagina. What? Yeah, yeah. We never we never kissed on what? the lips. We never kissed on the lips. We didn't get that far, right? Because we well, were, you did. We only ever interacted in school. We never saw each other outside of school, so we never like openly kissed each other. I'm shocked. And she didn't seem to want to kiss me either. Like she didn't want me to be her boyfriend. I asked, you know, like it was like a whole like pursuit thing. But then we, she just let me uh, fondle her vagina. What, how did it even happen? It's in the computer lab. Ah! <laughs> stop. Stop. But we were buddies. We were buddies in the computer lab. So, But one day she was just like, here you go. <laughs> like, how does that happen? It was like a... a we were doing like research projects or whatever. And then, you know, at one point she was just like, well, I got some research for you right here, buddy. I got something you can research. No, that's not what happened. That's not what happened. I think maybe we were holding hands... And then she guided my hand there. Wow. And I was like, this is the best thing that's ever happened in my entire life. Thank you it so much. It probably never got better after that. Like, it never got any better. The, the, that was probably the, the best. The thrill. Yeah. The sheer excitement of touching a vagina while you are sitting in class. The teacher wow. is right behind you. <laughs> Your that fellow students scandalous. are here. Yeah. I had Sexiest a shit I've ever seen. I had a computer lab scandal. I was like, because we're all just like fronting, right? Like, I don't know. Like I was passing notes to somebody, I don't know, saying like, oh yeah, I must've been like sixth or seventh grade or something being like, oh yeah, like me and my little boyfriend are totally gonna have sex tonight, <laughs> which was like obviously a lie. Yeah, girls, after I'm done here with the homework, 
I'm going to go have sex tonight. Yeah. Yeah. And once we finish watching iCarly. So we're passing notes like in the computer lab, whatever. Like it's whatever. I don't even know what we we're supposed to be doing, but it was I know it was stupid. So anyway, we're like, I'm passing notes. The note gets intercepted. Oh, no. And it's this like horrible, miserable woman that like ran the computer lab who had it out for me and she she had it out for everybody she like picks up the note and she takes it to the office and my mom got called and my mom like thought i was gonna have sex (laughs) and i was like no i'm obviously not gonna have sex like i'm like 12 yeah it's just something i'm saying it's just something i'm saying like stop (laughs) it's embarrassing it was so embarrassing it was awful yeah oh my god no i was obviously not having sex i stop i i entered into like uh because i was always interested in writing and i was always interested in uh words and uh when texting came around and texting popped off on the scene and you could just like text girls in the middle of the night that was like this like window into like okay i think i have a way i think i have a way into some pants here because yeah. I can, if i can just keep if i just keep texting them different things eventually we get to the point where with multiple girls, I was uh, I was led to uh, do dirty talking with them via texting. <laughs> you know, I can't even imagine like what kind of dirty talk that is. Yeah, too, at that. Cause, yeah, because I remember like I had an inflated ego about it because I was told that I was like good at it. Like they, I, I would be right, told right, that right. like it was good, and I wish I could go back far enough in those texts. I, I wish I could go back to when I was 13 years old uh-huh. and just read what all of those... No, like, you would like I kill saying? yourself, honestly. Oh, yeah. Because I, I mean... You'd be so upset. The perception I had of what sex was at all right. was so misconstrued by just like the handful of pornography that I've snuck in. <laughs> I used to I used to like also because I was like afraid of watching like watching porn. So like even when I did look at porn, I would just look at photos. Uh-huh. And I just remember like... I would just like Google like uh, like close up picture of vagina, and then I would just like look at vagina. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like a clinical like yeah yeah yeah. It's just like it, like a, just a one cut out shot like nothing else but the vagina, and I'm just like zooming in like fuck yeah. <laughs> Fucking but you rocks. know what's like it's so funny because you think about too like people that are like didn't grow up with technology that are like never really adapted like super old fuckers that have just like a desktop yeah that like their son like gave them like their old computer or something mm-hmm. or whatever it's like 12 years old and you know those fuckers are just sitting there googling like close-up vagina yeah. they don't know like keywords they don't know like the porn words right yeah yeah we've talked about this before but the generation of people that did not like because there's the idea that pornography is probably really very bad for us and like when, right. especially when you consume it so young and then you consume it like all the time for the rest of your life there's probably is something that goes on right who's to say what that is or whether or not it's good or bad necessarily overall but something's happening something's changing in your brain about how you look at the world but the the motherfuckers who didn't have any of that when they were growing up like the people that were like like things were like like bathing suits were scandalous you know mm-hmm. like men who couldn't keep it like couldn't keep it together you know when women like showed like because nowadays women can wear whatever they want yeah when they walk around and part of that i think is because we're all pretty acclimated to uh like but like <laughs> the bahugas whenever like someone saw like a knee you know right like <laughs> these psychos who like never physically matured but their sexuality you know so like like seeing nudity at all was always so shocking that they like you just imagine like like thirty year old men just getting like big fat erections just because like a lady walked by right you know 
just like a hot that sounds awesome on the television just jerking off to like news anchors you know remember what, like because they used that they used to make news anchors be like hot women they used to like force that on to people uh-huh. and it was because there was no porn you know, you got to get people to watch the news. Like, like people like like sex sells. I was like, I don't really know if sex sells anymore mm-hmm. because sex already is a thing that now you just buy separately. Right. Like now it just is. You could just get sex separate from the rest of the packaging. Right. And so like, it makes sense that previously sex did sell because so many guys were probably just like watching TV late at night, just so fucking horny. You know, the way that right. I was like 13 watching Girls Gone Wild on Comedy Central, <laughs> you know? Like they're probably like they're probably like you know t- dialing. They have to call Horny to watching buy like Nick a. At night. <laughs> yeah, I was watching the George Lopez show and just waiting for a nipple to burst out. <sighs> All right, kids. Well, it's been a great show. I just want to say, you know, I know it's interesting. I just want to reiterate once more that I purchased a gerbil and I have it strung up with a string attached to the ceiling <laughs> and it's upside down. And it's, it's hanging over an aquarium <laughs> that is empty except for just a bunch of like hot water. Uh, I will cut that string. <laughs> if you do not like and subscribe, leave a review and a rating. I, you can just buy gerbils also. I will kill one every week. <laughs> <laughs> or I'll slowly lower the string every week that nothing happens, okay? So just think about that. I know gerbils aren't popular creatures, but it is. I'll record what's going to happen. I'll record the drowning sounds. <laughs> yeah, it's that. That's what the podcast is going to be from now on. So anyway, think about that. We'll see you guys later. Love you. Miss you, miss you. What's the difference between a pariah and a piranha? I was just thinking about that. What's the difference between a pierogi and a piranha? 